Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Brilliantly Uninformed. My name is Steven Reinman. I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Mike Lavery. How's it going, Mike? It's going good. I got, I got something on my mind. All right, let's hear it. The, you know, this week, and I mean this year in general, but this week specifically has been like a really, <clears throat> really hard week for, you know, our country. Uh-huh. But I think it's the apex of memes. I think, and it's it's like a really tough balance because you know it's it's bad to laugh at shitty things, but to an extent it also like takes some of the weight off it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think this week is like possibly by volume and by um, like by amount and by quality. I think this is prime time for the meme wars. Mm. See, I'm gonna disagree because. This kind of thing happens all the time when we get these. We get these. Thank you. Sorry, I'm getting a drink delivered. That's um, okay. <laughs> um, we get these things happen all the time. You remember when we had the Area 51? We had like a month's worth of massive amounts of memes then. And then. Yeah, maybe it's like this the process of how everything is happening, like political stuff is something that I like understand more so maybe i notice the memes more and, and they hit more with me because it's things that i pay attention to yeah <clears throat> yeah certainly like i i try to think like if 9-11 ever happened and say it happened in 2021 oh god do you think that they would be memeing how like how long do you think it would be before they started memeing five seconds you think so? Yes, there's always there's always those people. They're gonna do it right away. Yeah, that's true. I, you're you're right. I I think they probably wouldn't be shared as much. Like I see them all over Facebook about what happened this week. I don't think people would be doing that for nine eleven. But you're right. People would still be making them. Um, and specific, like some people would be putting them on their page, and it'd be all over Reddit or four chan or whatever well i promise you like going just by my friends list i promise you i would see a bunch of them right away like there there would still be there would still be the memes and you would have the people being like that's not funny you can't joke about that yet and then they would just laugh it off like this it's gonna happen either way do you think there's anything that could happen and it like that would not be memed for a week a sacred cow meme no i don't think so no. Because there's people, people laugh at different things. Like the people have limits on what they think is funny and what they don't think is funny. It's a common trope with like stand up right now. They all complain about what you can and can't joke about, mm-hmm. which is kind of it's a thing. Like on okay, so take for example, this is one of the things I was going to talk about. Like they talked about the girl who got shot at the at Capitol during the Capitol storming today, which yeah. is a little foreshadowing. The but died or the one that got made. <laughs> no, not the one who got maced, the one who died. Okay. Um, and there was there was also a guy, but he did it to himself. Yeah. But everybody joked about it. They were saying, like, so glad she's living with the worms right now. So glad she's feeding the worms, like, celebrating that this woman died. But on the other side, if the same things would have happened, and I'm sure we'll get into that kind of conversation later, but, like, on the other side of the same things would have happened, the people on the opposite end would have laughed about it and said yeah. it's not okay. It's just yeah. a matter of what side you're on. Yeah, that's see, that's that's really hard for me. I know both sides do it. Mm-hmm. Like me personally, when it comes to people's lives, like, like what happened to the guy, like that 
which that's like a comedy of errors, like how he died. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> Tased himself out. in the dick. Well, yeah, he, he put on parlor, like, this thing with him with two assault rifles, and he's like, yeah, try coming to my hood. Yeah. And he goes he goes there with a taser in his pants, and he tased himself, yeah, in the dick, and had a heart attack. <laughs> yeah. And, like, if, if that happened in a movie, like, that would be funny. Yeah, I mean? it would be a Danny McBride scene. Yeah, and I... I do think that there is value to people that um, medicate their pain with humor. Mm-hmm. Um, like myself. Yeah, and I, I do the same thing to an extent. And then to an extent, like, you don't want to desensitize it so much that what happened has no meaning. But at the same time, it makes it easier to digest it all. Um, if there's, like, things that you can, you know, see the humor in, obviously, it's in the big picture, it's not funny. And, you know, these people have families and stuff like that. But, yeah, it's interesting. Like, so so where would you put the line, though? Like, is there is there an overarching line for everybody, for both, you know, we'll say both sides? Is there an overarching think, line where you don't make the jokes anymore? Well, I mean, for me personally, I think it's when it comes to, to death. Um, or things that, like, would threaten people's lives. Like, if there was some sort of meme that was, like, doxing somebody... Um, or, or like, I mean, like, um, like I, I run that, uh, illegal defense mm -hmm. page, which if you don't know, it's basically just people on our basketball group that want to talk about politics as well. Yeah. You've been popping off on there this week. Yeah. There's a couple <laughs> that I had to delete where that people posted that showed like, you know, the woman laying there getting medical attention and stuff like that, that were like turned into memes. Yeah. Um, like stuff like that, I think is the line, especially like. You know, first of all, showing someone about to die or that has died, I, to me, easily crosses the line. But even, like, when it comes to people dying, like, even, I think even when, like, Bin Laden died, mm -hmm. I don't think, like, in the in the big picture, eventually, like, I'm sure I joked about it or whatever. But, like, in the short term, I don't think I was, like, I would have been someone that would be, like, making memes about that just because, like, it was such a serious thing. Um, but it's it's really situation by situation thing, you know? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, like, we all joke, like, there's still the Epstein memes. Like, we're yeah. all the Epstein didn't kill himself memes. And if, the Gaddafi, like, when he died, everybody was, that was literally, a like, a trending thing on, I guess, what was it, Vine at the time? People were Gaddafiing each other, like, poking their friends in the butt. I think if, you know, I am not a fan of Trump at all, if tomorrow... <laughs> trump gets assassinated and shot in the head like like jfk where it's like you know we have video of pictures of like what happened or whatever uh -huh. like in general even if if he got assassinated tomorrow i don't think that'd be something like i think that's over the line so you don't think it would be okay to joke about it or celebrate it i with as much vitriol as he's getting right now it wouldn't be okay yeah well it would not be okay i do think after a certain amount of time passes and that like that time's unclear but like you know people make jfk jokes now and like okay that's right. fine like, that wasn't even in my lifetime you know right um i don't know what the timeline would be but um i think like in the short term i that's probably in my eyes over the line to to memeify that yeah no so like right now at this point with 2021 we can make 9-11 jokes and for most yeah. people it's okay like i it's rare that you find somebody who's going to get super upset about 9-11 jokes at this point. Yeah, so I wrote 
a script for for something I was working on back in the day. Okay. Um, and I had an editor edit it, and I I made one joke. I don't remember what it was, and he he like suggested he's like, oh, why don't we tweak it to this? And the, then, like, the punchline, it was su- supposed to be something, and they changed it to, like, the punchline, like, this is worse than 9-11 or something like that. And mm-hmm. I thought about it, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's fine, that's fine. And, like, I got notes back that, like, they were so offended by that. And mm. that was probably, like, ten years after. Yeah. Um, so I, I understand that. Um, and But I do think, even now, if people make 9-11 memes, depending on what what the picture in the meme is, I think that might, to me might be over the line. Right, like who it's actually attacking. Like if you do a 9-11 joke and it's about how it was an inside job or how Bush did it or whatever, then for the most part it's okay. Yeah. But if you're not actually joking about the people dying, then then for the, you, I guess you're okay. Even if it's like a picture of the plane crashing into the building and then they put like whatever they put for text on top of it, that to me that's probably like over the line. Right. Um, that's punching up or punching down i mean punching yeah, like down they're making something they did that and it's like still better than spirit airlines like that <laughs> all right that well <laughs> over the line you know what i mean i don't know uh, it made me laugh just now <laughs> but you know i yeah i get it i get it they you you choose your targets but it's interesting that even as hated as he is right now by 52 percent of the population it would still Probably wouldn't be okay to joke about it right now if something happened to yeah. um, Trump. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, that would, I guess that kind of transitions us right into our entire podcast today is what we're going to be talking, we're kind of talking about one big thing today, and that's the yeah. the storming of the Capitol. Yeah, I think to me there was like three aspects of it. Okay. Um, it is one big story, but I think it's like the the protests, the election the georgia election and then just the edit the electoral college votes being counted i think those are like the three big those are three smaller topics that all mold into this one big topic right led up to what happened yeah so i think we should start with georgia if you're okay with that because that that was kind of the starting point yeah so to me i mean that's uh distance wise it's closer to you yeah, um, kind of, yeah. Probably demographic-wise also, but to me, I I think my first instinct was that Loeffler, I mean, there's a lot of people to blame, but I think Loeffler in general was a terrible candidate. Um, mm-hmm. She wasn't liked by anybody. She didn't win her post the first time. She was just, you know, she was named a, a, a sit-in. Um, and she, both, of, both of the Republican candidates have like very recent issues of corruption mm-hmm. which at a time like this with it's so close i just feel like they weren't the right candidates and i think if i think if they had better candidates it might have ended up a different story yeah yeah no yeah absolutely like we talked about it the you and i had this conversation on a facebook post in illegal defense that you mentioned earlier as we were talking about ted cruz because it was a picture of him leading the charge basically to mm-hmm. what started all this. Um, and you were like, how I basically said like, we're embarrassed of, for the most part, we're embarrassed of him here. For uh, most people I know, they're not proud of him unless they're the, you know, the real dug in Republicans who are like, no, no matter what, we're not voting blue. They don't even like him. They're just, he's, he's who we have at this point. 
Yeah, it's kind of the thing where if if so, n none of these people running were really incumbents like Loeffler. I guess Purdue was, but but they were already in there before, right? Yeah, just, they were just um, kind of they were replacements, correct? I'm yeah. not I'm not familiar with the situation, so so Loeffler just got named it a year ago or so. Okay, um, but like you know, Ted Cruz is the incumbent, so people always like to vote in what they're familiar with. Like be besides Trump, like I think we talked about last time every president in our lifetime has won re-election. People right. like to vote for familiar. So, like, I did, it's just surprising to me in Texas that they can't, that there's no one that really challenges Cruz even in the primaries, you know? Like, he's not the best. So, no, I agree. But the thing is, like, it's, it's the same reason that Rick Perry was in for so long. It's because while... For the most part, while the rest of the country was struggling during recessions and fallouts from that kind of stuff, we did we did pretty well for the most mm -hmm. part. Like, and then, so I mean, who do you look for at that point? You look at the guy who's leading it at that point, and it's at the time was Rick Perry, and then you look at your representation, it's Ted Cruz. Um, so you're like, okay, well, this guy did well for us. We stayed above water, but honestly, it's just because of our how our state's been set up in the past. It has nothing to do with how they run it. It's just how we've been set up before like with no state income tax and we have a lot of jobs here like we have a lot of the oil jobs here so we do really well while everybody else may struggle just because of the way our state's set up so i think it's it's a lot of people are you know the, at the the people get the blame whenever something bad happens um unnecessarily but they also get the praise unnecessarily when something good happens like how we did well while everybody else struggled during the recession. So I think that's the reason he's in there still. I don't know anything about Georgia. I assume, assume it's the same kind of way. So in the in the big picture for Georgia, do you how much like impact like common sense wise, like we don't know for sure, but how much impact do you think like the president's rhetoric about questioning the election do you think hurt the candidates? In Georgia? Yeah. I think so I know this is kind of like I, it, it doesn't really have anything to do with that. I think it's more of so if you know a little bit about Hollywood, you know that a lot of their filming and that kind of stuff happens mm -hmm. over in Georgia now over in Atlanta because they get a lot of tax breaks and mm -hmm. things like that. So I think just like we have here in Texas, we have a mass exodus of people from more liberal states like California and uh, places like that coming down here over the past couple of years, I think they get a lot of that in Georgia. So I think that's what's helped push it more towards blue. Just like here, like here, we were almost blue in Texas mm -hmm. this past election. Um, and I think that's the same kind of thing. I don't think it, Trump had anything to do with it. I really yeah. don't. Yeah, see, I hear a lot of people saying that they think he did. And I, it, for me, like, I couldn't, I couldn't tell because if someone was saying that to me, it wouldn't, personally, it wouldn't stop me right i was like i was arguing with people on the internet because i'm an idiot <laughs> <laughs> no 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 <laughs> this is what we do this is what we what's what we have what's what we're stuck doing right now during this time i say that but mostly it's like fine conversations and I was, this one person was talking about how it was rigged and all this stuff and i said so are you not going to vote anymore and he's flat said no he's like no i'm still gonna vote i just don't trust my vote matters well then you're an idiot I'm well, sorry, sorry, whoever the guy is. <laughs> it's not so nice. It's just like one of our local town pages. They're they're like complaining about the election. And okay. How, and so like, but it's like you know, even if people think it's 
broken. The the people that think it's broken are also the people. They're like I think they're probably more active voters because they care. See that, that they think it's broken. So so I I mean from personal experience, I am one of the people who thinks it's broken, and therefore I don't I don't vote, and I vote I preach against voting. So I had a conversation with Jacob in our one of our overstated groups, I think this morning, actually. It was a conversation we were having. I was basically saying, you know, I was preaching the anarchy manifesto. I was like, don't vote for any of these guys. Nobody go vote. We all, we need to replace every single representative we have, um, House and Senate. We need to replace the president. We need to start fresh, basically, because we, you know, we need to do term limits like we've talked about on here before. We need to limit the amount of power that special interest groups and lobbyists have. We need to basically re do a hard reset on our uh, officials, like our government officials, the ones who are in charge of what we, you know, our laws and stuff. Um, so I'm not, and I'll get the people who are like, oh, if you don't vote, you can't say anything. You can't complain about it. No, no, no. I can still complain because on the other end, I say that we shouldn't vote. We should fix this before, because honestly, all our voting is doing is, nothing it's just mm -hmm. empty empty gestures is all it is but they they buy into the propaganda i'm sorry i'm getting <laughs> getting into the the conspiracy talk right now but we're buying into the propaganda so i think the last thing about georgia is so now it's 50 50 and then Kamala will be the tiebreaker mm -hmm. um, but a lot of these things that people are worried about like loffler the, the only thing that she ever talked about was leftist radical Raphael Warnock, like she said, leftist radical, socialist radical. She's kept saying radical, radical, radical. Which, mm -hmm. first of all, is like, I think saying that so much, like people just stop believing it because he's not really compared to a lot of people. But a lot of these things that people on the right are worried about aren't going to be able to pass because you still need sixty votes in the Senate, and the Republic and the Democrats only have fifty. So I think a lot of the, like, it's it's good for the left that they at least control all three all three branches or all three houses um yeah but th i don't think they're gonna get as much done as people first of all i think biden isn't as liberal as people want but he's certainly not they're gonna get as much done as people think because still 50 you can do minor changes but major changes still take they would have to get 10 republican votes yeah so they're not they're not overturning roe, roe v wade or anything like that or uh, or I guess if it was a Republican, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're not turning over something major like that. Um, yeah. Now, to go back to your point about the, the radical thing. So here we had, I forget her name right now. She was she was running against Cruz. Oh, son. In Texas? Yeah. I, oh, it's an, um, it's an initial. Either way, so... Basically, all the commercials that ran during the election was saying... MJ Hager. MJ Hager, thank you, yes. Um, so basically, all the commercials that are going on are basically saying, like, she's a socialist, she's a radical, liberal, this and that. All the buzzwords. Mm -hmm. And that's the key, is the buzzwords, because that's what the common man, while they're watching Monday Night Football, they see radical, liberal, socialist. Do you want socialists in your country? And people are like, hell no, no, I'm going to vote for Cruz. So that it does work. I, unfortunately, it does work. So I've seen a lot of um, people posting the last couple of days like screenshots from Parler. Mm. Oh it's god! Funny how many people are saying commies like? Yes. Like, they're communists. Like I don't think they understand 
what communism is. They don't because half of their system is communist already. That like I've tried to explain to people who be like, hey, you know what social security is? That thing that you're banking on whenever you retire. I hate to break it to you, but that's communist. Mm-hmm. It's not a capitalist um, idea. Yeah, I mean, I think ideally, too, that the the best combination is probably some sort of like it's a healthy balance. Yeah, exactly. Like a you know a mix of more social stuff and more like uh, economical stuff. Right. Yeah. Because you can't have free reign capitalism. That's insane. Yeah. And but you also can't have full on socialism because then you have China. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it it's a healthy mixture, but we're never okay. We'll we'll move on because I'm I'm gonna get into this later. So, I think the next step was then they started to vote. They started to count the electoral votes, right? Um, in in the joint houses, right? And it started. There was I think there was going to be six states that they objected to, originally. Um, and the, I don't know why I was watching it. Like, it, it's interesting to me, so I watch it, but also it's like a hate watch because I think the problem, I think the thing that bothers me is when it's like disingenuous is, is what their reasoning is. Like, they, they form the reason around the result. They don't reform, they don't choose the results formed around the reason, if you know what I mean. Like, they, they decide what they want the conclusion to be, so then they make up the reason it should be that instead of like having the reasons that form what the conclusion should be. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so those people like, I guess after the riots, the thing that, that got me mad was like people like, um, oh man, I totally blanked on his name. Holly, Which, Josh Holly. Oh, yeah. Holly. Yeah. He said like the reason we should be not counting these votes is because of the riots. Like, <laughs> Wait. That's like, that's like a paraphrase. He said because these people felt they had to act out and, destroy our capital is why we should you know not count these votes but that's kind of like um you know negotiating with terrorists yeah (laughs) like i i understand like if if people are upset about something and you want to you know discuss it like why they're upset but i don't think you should stop the whole process because people are upset you could have the discussion um but i i just think like they're almost he was like the way he's saying was almost like rewarding these people which he probably is because the people that are objecting are the people that you can see why it's going to benefit them either politically or financially where they want to be the next one that's kind of the head of the party yeah no i i mean it's like what cruz is doing right now because Mm -hmm. he was very much against like he he butted heads with trump during all this Mm -hmm. or during the election and now he's his his little lapdog is what it seems like but it's the whole situation is so strange because you have you have guys like holly like that kind of praising him but at the same time on the other end they're like okay no it wasn't us it was it was antifa that was sneaking in there so nobody's actually taking claim of this like they're all saying like no no it wasn't us but also if it was us it was it's kind of like the oj thing they're like well if i did do it this is how i would do it they're like well I think if their own party, like there's there's a lot of people in on the right that came out like strongly against it. I think if that wasn't the reaction, I think people would be claiming it right freely. Um, I think in hindsight, it probably like not probably in hindsight it backfired on the protesters. Yeah. Um, like not only did they not get what they want, but they 
kind of pushed people that were on the edge away from them. I don't think there's people on the edge that, from seeing what happened, leaned in their direction. Right. Yeah. I mean, I I have seen. I mean, I've seen a couple people here and there celebrating it, but for the most part, everybody's like, "No, this is not. This is not what we're about. It's not okay. This was this was Antifa that did it to set us up to make us look bad. It wasn't actually us. So they're not actually happy about it. Yeah. Which is funny because now arrests are starting to happen and a lot of them are prominent people on the right like not i don't when i say prominent i don't mean like political figures i mean there are right like like, like big name people's yeah yeah like that on on the internet like this guy baked alaska for instance who is apparently a big um QAnon person oh boy um that i think that was the guy with the horns either that or the guy <laughs> with the horns was also somebody prominent that goes to all the events dressed like that yeah um, I can't wait for our social media segment so we could talk about him and his buddies there in the picture. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I think you're right. Like it's funny that nobody's claiming it, but I do think if the output, if the end game was different, I, they, I think they would be jumping all over how strong patriots they are because yeah, I think they thought they were doing the patriotic thing. Right. So, uh, so even when. Trump was talking about it. like he had his rally there beforehand and he was basically firing them all up mm-hmm. um, telling them to go march on. And then once everybody started marching on, he was like, OK, everybody respect the Capitol Police. They're on your side. I love you. Uh, be safe. Go home. So like even he was it was it was mixed messages to oh, yeah. the max. Like it, it was oh. obvious, like right in front of your face. Yeah. It was mixed messages. His statement after like I guess it was it was still kind of going on, but like after the the, the big breaking and stuff, yeah, you know, it was like started off like being like you know go home, but then you know the beginning and the end of the message were both like but they stole from us and we can't let this stand. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, he's he got he got what he wanted, and then it turned out it's not what he wanted, so he had yeah, to. Was, he's like, oh there shit. Was that. I want to say backstage, but you know, back wherever they were, because they they had like this setup at the the original um, speech he made mm-hmm. that he was all giddy and he was like offended that other people weren't as giddy as he was before he like realized that like oh I shouldn't act so thrilled about this right I shouldn't be so excited about like, it like people like people in his like his advisors and stuff came out and said like he was he was so happy about this because. I mean, it's kind of what he wanted, right? He wants to be loved. He wants to people to fight for him. Absolutely, he's a megalomaniac, no doubt about it. Um, that I mean, but that's it's that's the most frustrating part is that like, I don't, I truly don't think he's a bad guy per se. I don't, I don't buy into the whole he's a white supremacist and he's he's racist and all that. I don't think he's that. I don't think he is. But I think he he wants people to like him so much he goes to these extremes and he does these dumb things without looking too far into the future on how it will affect people. And he's the leader of the free world. So that's extremely dangerous is that he doesn't think the long game, like how it could happen. Like when he says stand up or stand by or whatever he said, I don't think he knows. Yeah, you're right. The, The one thing people say about him is like he, more than anything, he wants to be loved. Yeah. And like, like you're totally right that, he makes quick, short decisions for the instant, like, like, you know. Instant gratification. Post, like, Twitter post. The instant he wants someone to click like. Right. Um, and then 
he doesn't think about the long term because he wants like instant gratification which is like even things like his um like he made these tax cuts um that really help the one percent in the corporations mm-hmm. <coughs> which is the opposite of what he said he was well, going to do in the short term it also helped families for like it, w- it was for like a year it's gonna help families and then as soon as he got out of office like it was gonna crush the economy uh-huh. and like he just thinks about like yeah for a year everyone's gonna love me and think i did a ton for the economy well i mean that's kind of an every president kind of thing i guess but you see some people that will make like there's there's taxes or decisions they make that will like the bailout when Mm -hmm. they bailed out the car companies like that hurt the economy in the short term because a lot of our funding went towards these car companies but then in the long run it's gonna get these companies going get the economy going again um like there's things like that allegedly well i guess we we got out of a recession for during that time i don't know i can't say specifically it was because of that but yeah. we were in a recession they they made that decision and the recession was over well i think i mean so my opinion on that is just like the stimulus right now they give the they give the big breaks to the the big corporations like that they're like well these corporations employ all these people so if we give them a break it'll allow these people to keep jobs but in the long run like the half most of the time this money doesn't go to the employees it doesn't help anybody keep money it just allows the board to stuff their pockets and then say sorry so well i think i think with the car one they they had stipulations of how it had to be used the ones that they did um during trump's era he did these things to like save jobs at like boeing and stuff like that mm-hmm. where you you could see like you're saying the the people the ceos and the stockholders line their pockets right and then like for instance it saved i think they said like six thousand jobs but then that company also then shipped like fifty thousand jobs overseas and mm-hmm. so like oh you know with this money you got to make sure you save this one plant so like they saved this one plant and still had a ton of leftover bailout money that they used to open up factories in other countries so right which is something he preached against whenever he was running is he was basically saying like i'm not going to give bailouts to these corporations that have factories and stuff overseas i'm going to help the people here stateside on our soil which is not what he's done which has been my biggest complaint about him i know everybody says the white supremacy and the racist thing like that but i don't i think if you look actually into it he's not it's not like that that's one of the reasons um regulations are important like they mm-hmm. talk a lot against regulations and like i think when people think about the broad scope of it it seems like oh you're telling companies what they can and can't do about every little aspect which sometimes it is but it's good though if they're getting government money or even just like the on the, the luxury of doing business in our country like we should be able to regulate you know how many jobs they have in the country and absolutely like Yes, yes, I completely agree. If they're getting public money, they should be able to get regulated by the public. Uh, yeah, I, absolutely, I agree. That's one of the things I have a problem with when they, like, when he gave his bailout, but he's also against regulations, then they just take advantage of it. Yeah. No, he's he's done a good job, I'd say, so far. This is kind of a Trump in review podcast now. <laughs> I know. But um, he's done a good job of making it seem like he's helping out the common man like he did with the stimulus. Even I posted, like, when the first the story first broke, I was like, look at that. He, Who would have guessed? I even I think I posted, like, who had Trump did the right thing on his way out on their bingo yeah. card. Um, but then it turns out, you know, obviously he's got his ulterior motives. 
which you know I should have seen coming, but I was just excited about the money coming in. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, why not? <laughs> yeah, I, and ultimately, not, nothing ever happened out of it. We got McConnell blocking it. But I mean, that's another big story is that uh, you know McConnell doesn't look like he's going to be in charge anymore. Yeah, it, I was talking to my wife about this the other day because I mean, we're obviously not McConnell fans. I don't think a lot of people are. I don't think anybody but, is. Um, and it sucks he like kept his. Like he won his election, but I'm yeah. about how miserable he's going to be every day having to go to work and not having the power he used to have. Like he used to be the most powerful man, yeah, possibly in the country. How long has that. he been in charge for? Since um, since um, Bush, right? Halfway through Obama, I don't, I don't know because I think the Senate, I think it's the first two years of um, Obama's. Yeah, you're right. I think they had the Senate. Yeah, it flipped after while he yeah. during his presidency. You're right. Yeah. But um, like just going from the most powerful man and having to go to work every day and just your one one hundredth of a decision going forward, you know. No, I mean he's still, he's still. I mean, granted, yes, no, he's not gonna be able to do what he did just now with the, v, uh, blocking the vote on that. But he's still, he's still the minority leader, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he's so, still. I mean, he's still got power. He's just not the guy. What do you think about like the how the process went with the electoral votes as far as the storming it no <laughs> when they're counting the votes um like the people that were objecting and just kind of like throwing a wrench in the process i mean and what's i guess what's the vibe around where you live because you're in a, a redder area than i am yeah i mean honestly anybody i've ever talked to is just over it even even here in the redder areas we're all just like whatever let's just get this settled we're tired we're tired. Of, I mean, obviously there are there are the outliers who are gonna who would be like, no, he got cheated. But for the most part, everybody's just over it. We just want it to be done. We're like, Wh whatever. Just tell us who our damn president is. Like, we just want to know what's going on. What's gonna happen with our lives over the next four years? What's happening? We're kind of yeah, over the cheating allegations. I saw someone. So this is a funny meme to me, and I know you're saying that you don't believe. Trump is a white supremacist, but just for the, the sake of the joke. Sure, sure, sure. Um, someone said these people are fighting because instead of their racist president, they're getting a slightly less racist president or something. <laughs> like that. But it's like, even even take the racism out of it. Like you're get you're upset because you're getting a, a shitty president who's not going to do a lot for you to get a slightly less shitty president who's not going to do anything for you. Like, Truly, I mean, yeah, absolutely. That that tweet is so on point because. I mean, it was what we were talking about earlier about the teams and the buzzwords and, you know, you got socialism, then you got, I mean, socialism is basically the, the opposite equivalent of whatever that, whatever that term is of racist and white supremacists, I think at this point, because people just throw that label on anybody who votes red. They're like, oh, you like Trump? So I guess you're a racist. Mm -hmm. And it's the same kind of thing with the other side. They're like, oh, you're blue. I guess you're a socialist and a commie. That's not necessarily the case. I know lots of people who vote red who aren't racist at all, oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and people who are blue who aren't commies. Like, yeah, that's why I'm I'm very interested to see with Trump out of office where that party, what they decide to do, um, because like it's almost like a um, a marketing. They have like a marketing problem right now. Mm -hmm. where if if like, they could, you know, they could go all in on him. They could 
you know, go on all in on this family, people like Holly Cruz, or they could, you know, kind of split like almost what the the left needs to do the same. Like the left is kind of split between like the progressives and the moderates, mm-hmm. and the right. Right now, I feel it's interesting to see if they're going to have a split or if they're just going to go all in on Trump, or if based on the last election, if they're going to go all in like. As soon as he's out of office, everyone's just going to move on and not have another figure like that. See, I think it'll be the same kind of thing. Now, you don't have... Oh, my goodness. I just got an email from Ted Cruz. (laughs) No, it said, remove Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley from office. Okay, cool. Um, Wait, an email from Cruz saying to remove... No, no, he was just the the headliner on it. I don't know who it's from. But um, that's hilarious. (laughs) Um shit what were we talking about um that just threw me for a loop uh what what they'll be like i think it'll be the same thing i think i think okay so let's say you're hardcore entrenched in one group so let's i know you for the most part not to put labels on you or anything but you're you're blue i would i would imagine um so you're going to look at the other side as kind of it's kind of like it's cloudy in front of you. You're like you're just okay, they're red, so for the most part they're bad people. No, I don't think you think all the people on the right are bad people, but for the most part you're like okay, the other team is bad. Yeah, so I So I think that but I will admit that when I see someone flying like a Trump American flag? flags on their truck. Then probably an <laughs> no, we don't like those people either down here. I hate anybody who has a flag on their damn truck. Yeah. But I'd say th- he will have his followers, yes. But I yeah. think they'll peter out pretty quick after he's out. Like once, once all the dust has settled from this over the next year or so, his followers will peter out. He'll have his Trump TV people. He'll have his parlor people. But for the most part, the right will kind of i think it'll right the ship honestly i think this is the best thing that could have happened to them him winning was the worst thing that could have happened for them but i think him losing is the best because now they can move on i mean granted they don't pick somebody like holly or Cruz to to head the ship but if they they pick somebody more moderate to get the to get the base back back on point kind of like what biden did for the for the left yeah. he's like yeah. he he's not he's not over the top like bernie god bless his soul still bernie bro but um i think he would have been a bad option mm-hmm. against trump um i think it'll right the ship and they'll get somebody more moderate is you know granted things don't go too crazy against them over the next four years yeah i mean honestly if they got someone that was like i mean to say this now he tried before but it's someone like romney that was like mm-hmm. um closer to the middle right they, i feel like they'd run away with it i think so yeah because it's somebody they that the right can rally behind and there's not too much they can say about him like, somebody like that like trump there's a lot you could say about him he's he's not a racist like i've said like i don't i don't think he's a racist like i said but i think he is a piece of shit like <laughs> he's not a good guy is the first president, as long as they've been tracking it, to never have a positive approval rating, and he still got the second most votes ever. Well, I mean, we also have had bigger turnouts than ever before. 
that's yeah, kind that's of what I mean. it's yeah i mean it's i i saw that too whenever they were saying like oh biden got the most votes ever by a president like yeah we've had the highest turnout ever because we're more connected we have more people wanting to do this which is insane in my opinion as i've stated i think we should all not vote but um i think yeah yeah he you got to be careful with statistics, but I do think the right will will straighten itself out. All right, so I have like ten minutes left. So okay. Let's talk about the riots. Let's get to the good stuff. Let's get, let's get the let's get the good stuff in. Well, I guess everyone knows what happened. So do you want to talk about the the memes you were talking about first, or the um the with the um Viking guy? Yeah. So I don't have anything specific on the Viking guy, other than it's hilarious that somebody dressed like Buffalo Bill. <laughs> as a party who is openly against um the first peoples their soup he's dressed up as one of them it's it's pretty insane but the guy okay so if you look at the, there's a famous picture of the three guys standing there like heading off the march inside the capitol i think you know what i'm talking about yep. the guy to the right of the buffalo of buffalo bill he's standing there and he's got his his uh work id badge on have oh, you yeah. seen this yep hilarious this guy got fired from his job because he showed up to the riots with his work id badge on yeah that's i can't believe and like somebody's so stupid it's shocking to me how many of them were posing for pictures um both with the media or like there's there's some of their friends taking their pictures and like they post on social media and stuff like i can't like if this if people don't believe in and work privilege like this is the definition of like they felt like they weren't going to get in trouble well i (laughs) thought they were going to get in trouble i mean i mean i don't think anybody thinks they're going to get in trouble by doing this this kind of stuff it was just like with the 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 other protests i don't think they thought they were going to get in trouble if they do they're like okay all the better because now we become martyrs i don't that I don't agree with. That that one I'll I'll fight back on right. it. Um, also, the, the other protests, um, you didn't see people showing up with bombs. With like, there was one guy in this one that had like, or I've seen at least two people that had like racks of like um, zip tie handcuffs and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. what kind of protests you plan to have that you need handcuffs for? Those are just guys who watch too much Doomsday Preppers. I know. <laughs> I, they're not gonna ever do anything with the with the things they brought. So my issue is that you got people complaining that they are storming the Capitol and destroying parts of the building. And like, well, they're going after. So this, I think this is where you and I deviate. So this should be interesting. I think they had, as I told you before, when we messaged about this earlier this week, I think they had the right target, just the wrong motivations. So they actually went after congressmen and women and representatives and people who could actually create change. And so they're not, it's just after the people in power. Whereas you look at a lot of the the other protests, a lot of it's destroying, no, 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 I'm not saying all of it. I'm not discounting anything else they did. The peaceful protests are awesome. But when they're going around and destroying black owned businesses, um, uh, all kinds of uh, private citizens properties, that's what I didn't like. Now, this this riot had the benefit of just being concentrated on one area. We we have yet to see what they're going to do from here on out, like on the 20th, whenever yeah. this is really going to pop off, possibly. It could get a lot worse, and we could see a lot of protests throughout the week. And then I'll turn around and say, no, nah, fuck y'all. 
you're the worst. But I think this is all, it's very, it, it, it's all new. So we're yet to see what they do. What they did was stupid, obviously. But I think they had the right target, as I've said before. I don't disagree that they might have had the right target. I think the execution was well wrong. Like, I, I don't think they needed to go into the building. Um, yeah, that, that's not you, peaceful at that point. What do you think, in their mind, what do you think the conclusion, like, what was going to be the best conclusion in their mind? I don't, like, did, I think he fired them up so much that they weren't thinking about it. Like, yeah. when they were at the rally, they were like, hell yeah, buddy, let's go, hell yeah. Let's go get. Let's show Mr. Congressman, like they, they they were ready to go. Just just I mean they had the same intentions. They complain about Black Lives Matter protests before, and then they go in and do the same exact thing because they're I emotional mean, and fired up about it. So I they're both say, hypocrites. No, you're you're right, but I can tell you exactly what the Black Lives Matter would have wanted the resolution to be. Of you know they would want these like policing policy change these laws change these police held accountable where did these people think that they were going to march in there and they're just gonna be like hey they're right well let's just make trump the president again yeah like, that's that's where i have the disconnect like yeah absolutely yeah the no problem is like you know this i don't think this ride had a specific leader besides the president uh -huh. it wasn't there when it, when someone made the decision that we're breaking into this building you know what i mean yeah no he's a pussy like he got everybody fired up and then i don't even didn't. mean that i just mean that like oh i mean that <laughs> when, well yeah when when the when the actual like rioting started i don't know if there was like a singular voice that was telling them what to do they heard you know half an hour earlier what the president said but yeah there's no one now being like all right now our next step is to do this they you know someone just all of a sudden breaks a window and starts climbing in so everyone's like yeah let's just do that you know what yeah I mean? the, yeah i think it got out of hand for sure there's no leader voice present at that time right which is i mean now i may not have seen it but i didn't see the same thing on the other side like i didn't see a leader other than the troublesome people who were allegedly in charge of so BLM i don't before. know about all of them but the one i was at um had a spot where people were speaking they had civil rights leaders they had politicians they had self-explainers there Enos Cannon were you was there. were you at the Jalen Brown protest yeah, no no Jalen Brown drove drove down to Atlanta but oh Marcus Smart Enos okay. Cantor and there was one other it might have been like Semi or someone I forget Semi which it was but, yeah um you know they had people that were like I went to same I went to the women's march in Boston mm -hmm. back in 2016 which is in Boston common so like it was just you know open fields and yeah. they had a stage set up and bands playing and stuff and like you know they, those people coming and making speeches the, this for the one i went to those people making speeches and then they said okay let's walk down to the the i don't remember if it was the capital of the state house but we we marched out there and then people were talking again and then it was mostly just like chanting and stuff there wasn't like people weren't like throwing rocks at police officers or anything yeah at night it got out of hand um you know, like five minutes before curfew started, they announced curfew, and they also shut off all pu public transit, so people had no way to leave, and then they blocked off a couple roads, so it was like, almost like corralling everybody, which is just like, and then... But then you're going to fire everybody up, yeah. Well, yeah, then a police car drove down the middle of the road, and like, somebody, it, it was like... Oh, um, Jesus. It was just like, you know, throwing, you know, they, they were the gasoline. Yeah. Ready to blow, and someone threw a match. Um, but, you know, up, up into the, basically the curfew... Um, there was like 
uh, uh, solid voice and stuff. Um, so it was, like I said, those politicians, the person was speaking is now the mayor of Boston because the mayor of Boston just got named to... Yeah, the first, uh, the black female mayor, right? Yeah, so she, she spoke at it um, because, yeah, the, the Marty Walsh and is now the Secretary of Labor are going to be... Um, so, like, there's people there that obviously didn't do anything atrocious enough to not ruin their political career. Like, she not only got a promotion, like, she became the first black person and the black woman to become the mayor of Boston. So, like, mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's a big step. So, so I do think that at least the one I was at, um, there was leadership. I, and like, we, like you said, the one with Jalen Brown, I know for at least part of the time there was leadership, but, you know, those things, as, as the day goes on, the quote ceremony stop and then things kind of devolve when there's no one it's always when there's no one leading anymore that these things kind of get out of hand which is kind of what i think happened here like you know yeah. trump was no longer at the megaphone and they had to make choices for themselves and you know one person did something crazy and everyone else starts following that new leader yeah i mean so far their marches have been they're over two right now right like they had they had charlottesville and now they've got this so so far they haven't proved that they know how to protest correctly um yeah. whereas whereas black lives matter did have very good protests they had very positive protests like the ones you're talking about right now and then yeah. the one in atlanta and the one here in houston was really good too i think a better example to compare to these ones was like the the 99 percent i forget what that was called like the um the million something march right um well it's like against the one percent oh i'm down for that well this was back Oh, the Occupy Wall Street is what I'm thinking of. Oh, yeah. Well, that was a bunch of smelly hippies. There wasn't, like, distinct leaders. Yeah. Um, And they didn't really, like, they just kind of were there, and they didn't really accomplish anything. Yeah, they just camped kind of, out. Yeah, which is kind of what I think happened here, where, like, un unlike Black Lives Matter, where we have seen, like, some police, some states and cities change some of their policing rules, not as many as they would have liked. Have you? Um. Yeah, there's... Like, I think, for instance, Georgia, they were talking, like, one of the things they were talking about is um, how they voted for the police reform bill. Um, I think Wisconsin, like, all the ones that we actually saw people get killed, like, before the riots, like, that caused the, the marches and stuff, like, when you saw these... Were the hot spots. Police, yeah. I yeah. think those ones, we've definitely seen police reform. In Massachusetts, there's been some, some laws changed. Um, okay. Like Occupy Wall Street, I don't remember anything changing. Have they done anything in the the Antifa zone over there in where is that Portland or Seattle uh, something like that? Seattle, I think that disbanded a while ago. Did it? Oh, yeah, okay. I think like after like a month that disbanded, but I'm not positive. As far as I know, it's um, it's not done anymore. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> that that was a big bugaboo for me. That was yeah. it was rough, but yeah, I mean it was. It, it was a crazy week, and it shows that, I mean, uh, hopefully nothing happens here on, what are we, eight days away from it? Ten days away from it. Ten days away from it, and hoping and praying that nothing too crazy happens on, on the 20th. But yeah, I, I think as much as I've, down, I, I've talked down about him in the podcast, I think he, Biden will be good for uniting, which is, I think, what we need. Yeah. The problem is I don't think he's actually going to do any actual big change about fixing fingers, fi fixing Congress in the, the House and 
Supreme Court and, and all those areas that seem to need a revamp. Yeah, no, I think you're right. And um, I don't know if you listened to Dante's show. Um, Not yet. Podcast about everything. Well, I had this person on who was very much a conspiracy theory person, and um, they were saying that they don't think Biden's going to last a full term. And I don't really. Oh, they've been either. saying that. You don't um, think so? I think he'll be fine. He's got all the best doctors in the world That's at his true. disposal now. He'll be fine. That's true. I was, but I was going to say, like, if Kamala becomes president, I don't really know what would happen. Um, uh, yeah. I think that would also have some riots and outrage. Um, sure. She she might be more prone to getting things done, but at the same time, I think by the time, even if, if that does happen, by the time that does happen, we would have had more midterm elections where I feel like the chances of both houses staying blue is probably unlikely yeah um, at the next election so by then it won't even matter <laughs> yeah i mean i hope uh, all of you who want legal weed I, you better hope and pray that she <laughs> she does not get in well she they ended up doing that in california when she was there it was it's definitely like there's definitely something she flip-flopped on which is it's a dark mark on her policy also like People don't like flip-floppers, so, yeah. you know. Um, so, who knows about that? I think I think she is trying to be more progressive, but at the same time, she's got a lot to... A lot of history that's not as progressive as people talk her up to be. Yeah. I mean, I hope her... Uh, I, I see her and AOC's intentions. I just hope that they... I think they're kind of... They're not... Obviously, not nearly as... Um, inflammatory as Trump, but a lot of their statements saying like "we're gonna come find you," that kind of thing after the election, that's a bad look. You mm-hmm. you can't do those kind of things. So I hope that you know, it, as as the dust settles, like I said, they'll kind of take this victory with dignity and be like, okay, we're we're not gonna fire you guys up anymore. We already won. Let's 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 work on bettering things. It's my hope. It's my hope. Mm-hmm. We'll see, but. All right, but, um, I gotta find the the one best meme okay. I like for the week because I'm running out of time. Just is it is it the one with all the things he's banned from now? No, but I'll, I did like that. No, I think th- this one is is pretty simple. Um, did you watch Game of Thrones? Oh yeah. So there's a meme where it's like Jamie Lannister and it says Mitch McConnell, and then it just shows him kissing Bran out the window. It says Merrick Garland. And then it says Attorney General confirmation. It's like Bran staring at Jamie. Yeah. Merrick Island's like coming back to to maybe kick ass. Maybe who knows? Yeah, I um, saw that one. But it's funny because he is pretty moderate. Um, like that's the funny thing that about him getting not getting seated because he would have been like a best case scenario for the right for like Obama to be naming someone because he's pretty moderate. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not sure like him being Attorney General. Like I don't think he's gonna go crack skulls for you know prosecuting trump and whoever else yeah no i don't think anybody over the past year i don't think we've had anybody too crazy like even kavanaugh for the for the very shady past he's had you know whatever came of that he at least said like i'm not going to overturn roe v wade um what's her name coney barrett she's not she's not going to do anything too crazy like we haven't had anybody too radical like we've got the radical guy out we've got him out of there good thing is that trump appointed these people and thinks that and he thinks that they owe him favors but at a certain point they're putting them they're not like 
they're they're putting the rest of their career doing the right thing over like being loyal to this person that right that appointed them to a job that they felt they deserved you know? right yeah no they don't feel an extreme sense of loyalty to him yeah. <laughs> like he thinks they should yeah which i think is good for any any judge that they should not feel that loyalty absolutely points them absolutely yeah no they shouldn't there shouldn't be any connection it should just be a unbiased opinion of the law yep so good all right, man. I gotta run. All right, no worries, man. We we will uh, we might have an extra uh, bonus episode this week. I'll talk to you about it here off air, okay. but okay. if not, we'll see you guys next week. All right. See ya.